There's a new show on Orion Neighborhood Television that is bringing out the best in everybody. Have you checked out the Klaus and Q show yet? Their debut episode in February was off the charts, and they will be back live on Friday night, March the 18th, beginning at 6 p.m. Join Jason Klaus and Claudel Edwards as they tackle the act of spring cleaning for our minds clear out all of the garbage that runs around our brains. Listen to Jason and Claudel as they talk about this very important topic. It's entertaining, it's inspirational, it's uplifting. It's the Klaus and Q Show, exclusively on Facebook.com forward slash Torian ONTV, live March the 18th, beginning at 6 p.m. You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. The following is a close to the heart presentation in association with the PFC Podcast Network and has been rated M for mature audiences only. Some language and dialogue may not be suitable for members of a family under 18 years of age. They're longtime friends with a lot in common. Well, listen. They have unique points of view of the world around us. And they're bringing their brand of shenanigans to the PFC Podcast Network. Welcome to the show that has no format, no filter, and no Fs left to give. The PFC Podcast Network proudly presents Jason Klaus and Jim Burgett. This is Tea Time, powered by Anchor.fm. Welcome to Tea Time, here as a part of the PFC Podcast Network, powered by Anchor.fm. I'm Jason Klaus. He is Jim Burgett. And uh, here we are, episode number 47. And uh, T, as we come on the air here, now, obviously, we're, we're a little bit late here today but this is going to drop on thursday this is going to be kind of one of those live to tape you know things where we record it i upload it and there it is get up come on throw your hands up (laughs) i guess so as we're coming on the air here and kind of piggybacking off we talked about last week we'll 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 start right out of the gate here because it is breaking news a tentative agreement between Major League Baseball and the Players Association um, has apparently come to fruition, and it's just awaiting ratification on both sides of this. Now, theoretically, um, if everything goes according to plan here, opening day would in Detroit, or in, opening day would be against the Chicago White Sox. You were saying on yep, April sir. the eighth. April eighth, per Bernie Smilovitz. Bernie Smilovitz. Is he still on the air? He is. Damn. Is he on on Channel 4? Yes, sir. Yeah. They were talking spring training to start in seven to ten days or something like that, and they're going to be getting right after it. Okay, so according to Fox Sports, uh, these are the notable rule changes that would go into effect um, in this new in this new CBA between Major League Baseball 
and the Baseball Players Association. Oh, I think I heard some of these too, but go ahead. A 12-team expanded postseason. Oh. Which I can get behind. Yep. I'm not yep. mad about it. Not at all. Nine-inning games in doubleheaders. So the the days of seven innings are no longer a thing. They were Good. going back to the, the traditional nine innings for both games of a doubleheader. Very good. No runners on base to, to start the extra innings. Very good. Universal what? DH. I, I, did, I do like how each team did have that to kind of speed it up. But either way, I'm good. Yeah, where are you at on the universal DH? I'm, I am fine with it. Let everybody DH. Very, I, I, I figured it would be, that should have always been, but, you know, because the American League, unless some of these guys are actually just hone on that craft, then it's a shit show in the postseason. Right. Oh. Or the the World Series, I should say. Look, I'm just happy that they got their shit together and we can resume some sort of normalcy, at least in our world here, because with springtime is baseball, baseball leads into summer. And listen, there's not a better time of the year, really. I mean, unless you're going into fall, but then you're talking about the postseason and with 12-team expanded format. Hey, I'm 100% on board. Yeah, let's go play ball, right? Is um, there any other rules? changes those were the highlights that uh fox sports had tweeted out as it were um i had gotten rumblings of it that an agreement had had been made and i'm i'm primarily staying the fuck off of facebook except to uh you know share the links to the shows or, or what have you like it just so I I know if I you know I don't have to spend very much time on Twitter to find a reputable source for actual news, not somebody's opinion piece, <laughs> right. or some other bullshit post about woe is me and you know the whole fucking world is coming to an end and the whole world's against me and all this other shit. Big um, old diatribe. I just bro. Um. So that was some very welcome yes. good news here today in, in my in my little piece of, of existence. I was very happy to see that. I hope they get this thing ratified. Let's get the goddamn thing on the road. Let's go. Yeah. Let's get people back in the stands. Let's get them hot dogs flowing through the seats. <laughs> and no more long lines. Listen. It seems like it's been forever since you and I have gone to a game that we need to make this happen. I agree. I don't give a rat's ass if it's in uh, if it's in Detroit. I don't give a fuck if it's in Toledo. I don't give a shit if it's in Cleveland. I don't give a fuck if it's in Pittsburgh. I got to tell you though, that was that that was such a. I don't know that that last time when I had went, Platt and I had went, and and, and just. The long lines, the the no the no vendors in the in the stands, it was a huge turnoff, man, and it made the game very um, unpleasant. You know, it's you mentioned that on the you, show. Yeah, so, yeah. It's you got long lines in the bathroom, long lines in the if you're getting food or beer, beer or whatever it is that you're getting. The lines were just ridiculous. They weren't accepting cash. It was card only. You know, and boy, it, it would be nice to get back, like you said, to some some actual normalcy because that was a shit show. Even though the game, the fans were back in the stands, it still wasn't really. You know what I mean? Because who wants to spend two innings in a line just trying to get a freaking hot dog? If it not for them, their family, their kids, whatever it is, you know. Right. Well, hopefully now that there's. We're starting to see more and more signs of normalcy, especially with the sports aspect of it. You know, so it, it is going to be nice to see 
things kind of resume, assuming that that's what's happening. You know, we don't really know until we get there. I haven't seen anything from Comerica Park or their public re relations gimmick as to, you know, what their plans are going forward. That it would be pretty sweet if they did. Hey, fans, you know, with this, this, and that, this is how we're responding so that people aren't caught off guard. Because right. if you know that you're going to face the same situation, like with the long lines, the no vendors in the stands, you know, you're waiting innings upon innings worth of action to get a, a, a cup of beer or whatever. Like fans need to know that so that they can plan accordingly. And if they want to like tailgate in the parking lot or something like two hours before the gates open, well, more power to you. You're going into the stadium by and large, you know, you have a full, a full tummy and yeah. you're, you're ready to conquer the world. You don't need to be paying 1950 for a fucking hot dog. Right. <laughs> right. Sidebar. I, I will always pay 1950 for a fucking ballpark hot dog because that's just part of the experience for me. Yeah. It's not everybody's cup of tea. That's for sure. Well, that's their problem. Not mine. <laughs> oh, go uh, coffee. Fully loaded coffee, I'll have you know. <laughs> uh, before we get too started uh, going into this, um, uh, Melissa, what? you know, I, I don't know if you know, but her mother just had, Laura, just had a kidney transplant this past week, is out of the hospital and recovering really nicely. So big shout out to Laura and hope she feels better and gets back on track real soon. That was very sweet. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Did very, you not think I knew that? I didn't know if you did or not. Oh. I, you know, I wanted to put that out there. Well, I'd like to think that I'm you that's, know, ah. a pretty big deal with with Melissa. Um, I'm just saying, like. <laughs> that wasn't for you. Jeez. Oh, just give me shit on a Thursday. Listen. You're a dental. Over here, is that a basket full of your your underbridges? Because no. can you like take those I, out of the shot, please? I'm actually still in my old man's room. My mom was still doing some, but actually, that is a shaw, if you will, <laughs> and some other knickknack old stuff that's been laying in that. <laughs> was it the shaw? It was the Shaw. It was the presentation of the Shaw. It was the look on your face when you said it. It was absolutely priceless. Uh, what are you going to do? Well, it just hammers home something that I've been meaning to talk to you about. And I was going to do it off air, but since we're on the air, fuck it. I don't care. Oh, boy. Listen. listen. Yeah. What, what is your opinion? And I realize as I put this out here like this, we'll get feedback from the listening audience as a part of this. But I'll go ahead and put you on the spot. Over a so, scarf? No, no. Oh. Scarf. Come on. We're talking serious stuff now. Oh, my, I'm sorry. What if we took tea time? This magnificent piece of entertainment that we do week in and week out. And well. we not only continue it as the audio podcast as it is right now, but we would expand upon it and we would become a video presentation on our YouTube channel. Bro? You're still it, trying to hammer that home, aren't you? I feel like this would be gold because shit like the Shaw that just, <laughs> that just took place was absolutely priceless. And nobody will Nobody will have the opportunity to appreciate that like I did because huh. I'm the only one that's going to see it. But it was fun. It was what? a fun, like, moment. And, it, you know, it brought a smile upon my face. Oh, it did? Oh, I'm, well, I'm glad. I, I, I'm glad. I don't know. What, we'll have to think about that during our WrestleMania weekend. Oh, is that still a thing? I told you it was 95 5. <laughs> I was really expecting it to go uh, like 70-30 this week. I was waiting for the, the not, swell tea, you know. I'm not going to 
turn down a chance to get good, some good homemade spaghetti. You know, I was just thinking about something though. With, oh, with, with your, with your ailment, as it were. How are you with steps? Uh, depends. How many am I going down? About 14. <laughs> well, as right now, I actually went and saw my orthopedic doctor today. Met How'd him. that go? Uh, positive, somewhat. Okay. I, go, I go for my MRI in a week. And it blows then, my mind that they're, that, that they're that backed up, that they can't. I mean, this is weeks now. Yeah. Well, I it's been well, it's only been one week since I it was a week ago Wednesday that um the leg that the situation at work happened. It's only been a little over a week. Um Well, that it seems like it's been forever. I it does. Trust me on this end. It, <laughs> um starting to feel better. I mean, the pain's not nearly as bad as it was. It's right around four or five. It's more of a throbbing and aching more than it is, you know, sharp, sharp pain. Um, they did. I did take the x-rays today. I went down to the hospital where I was, got my x-rays, took them to the ortho. He looked at them from what there's nothing broken, but there is a lot of arthritis behind the left kneecap. We all get it. We're getting old. Um, 20 years of wrestling, softball, work. Um, it's catching up quick and, um, but he did like a physical exam on my knee, moved some parts around and moved the leg around and there was no pain there. So that's good. And, uh, got his opinion and he suggested I go ahead and go through with the MRI. That way he knows for sure what's going on and provided any setbacks, go with the cortisone shots in the knee, a little bit more anti-inflammatory. And um, maybe um, a light dose of pain pill, uh, pain meds, if needed. But I'm trying to stay away from that. So, um, have you dealt with cortisone shots before? I well, I took I taken one in the shoulder back in September, and it did not take. Really? So I right. So I'm a little. I don't know if they didn't give me enough, or or <clears throat> the inflammation was just bad that it wasn't going to do anything where I've had now a week which Anita came and visited me last week and just took care of me I kept my leg elevated we kept it iced it was must have did by eight times in the day just kept it just kept switching it off every 20 minutes give it some time put more ice and staying off of it and keeping it elevated did a world of difference so um and she she was a rock all weekend and man i tell you it, it really helped and um so but it's not my driving leg it's my it's the left leg so it doesn't really affect my driving really but um i'm hoping to in the next few days get rid of these crutches i i am able to um slightly walk with the crutches so that's already a big improvement but there, i'm not putting much weight on there so, like I said, he is as far as the MRI goes. If it goes well, it'll be cortisone shots. I'll have a, another interview on the twenty-first, or interview another um, doctor visit on the twenty-first, and hopefully be back to work soon after that. So, I mean, fingers and toes crossed. We're we're headed in the right direction, yeah. and just. As far as it is right now, it looks just like bad arthritis right now. So, so well, I, <laughs> I'm gonna have to say right now and right here for. I mean, I I know I've kind of already hung the wrestling shoes up for the twentieth time, but I think softball is coming is at an end as well. I'm just not from here on out. I'm just not taking any more chances because um. Yeah, and he he asked me what my hobbies were outside of working, and I told him about the wrestling, the softball, how I am at work, and um, so and I he was wondering how you know the injury took place. And I told him I'd been probably going a little extra too hard at the gym, you know. So, um, 
but they were also very happy about the weight loss. And then I'm continuing to go. He said, you're doing everything right. So keep doing it. So they asked about smoking, drinking, and I told them that's not existent in my life anymore. So as long as it's, we're, we're headed in the right direction. So we just need good juju this way. Well, I mean, I'm sending it. I'm sure everybody else um, that's listening is sending it as well. There may be one or two you know, individuals that may have a voodoo doll or a view or something like that and poking and prodding around the uh, the the knee area there. But. Yeah, they, do, they were doing a lot of work during January, let me tell you. <laughs> but. No, seriously, uh, certainly hope for the best and that this is something that you can get past here relatively quickly because i need to get back into that gym (laughs) yeah do you have anything like uh like hand weights or something like that at home that you i don't i don't i i kind of wish i did right now with not working i'm pinching every penny that i could i possibly get just to get me through these next few weeks so i can get back to work and stuff so but i it, eventually that's what i would like to do is get a few things just to have them in my room yeah right uh, a couple of dumbbells and, yes yeah i think yeah. I, I don't know if my brother has them but i think he has those old school ones the plastic with the sand in them or the hard concrete you remember those? yeah yeah so but other than that man keep plugging along and waiting for this warm weather to kick in you know, I'm kind of jealous. I kind of want coffee. I'm working on this A&W Diet Root Beer, which is not bad. I'm not mad about it. No, very good stuff. Um, I have since uh, finished the coffee and everything that went along with it. And I have here a zero sugar Mountain Dew. Oh, okay. All right. I see what you're working with. That's pretty good. Zero sugar sodas, man. Um they seem to become in the rage, as it were, because by and large, they taste pretty damn close to the originals. Um, the the Dr. Pepper, I feel like, may be the closest thing to the original. Uh, your A&W that you got there, very close. Sunkissed, they have a zero sugar. Squirt. Um, the only one that I could really tell a difference, and it's not even a bad difference, like I'm not shitting all over it, but uh, Coke Zero. That one I can tell, you know yeah. what I mean? And I guess to some degree Mountain Dew also, but uh, the the Coke Zero, and all, albeit it is very good for being what it is, there's still a difference, right? I mean, it's just, it's just the way it is. But I'm... They do have a, a cherry Coke Zero, too, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right? They do. And a cherry vanilla Zero Sugar Coca-Cola. Have Which you tried? Those, those are pretty hard to find. I have tried. Oh, yeah. And they're phenomenal. <laughs> well, phenomenal. No, phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. But, I mean, like, more and more products are coming out. And, I mean... Like I have a Gatorade here, you know, zero sugar and coffee creamers with zero sugar. And like for me, as somebody that's trying to, you know, maintain a decent A1C, as it were, these are godsons. I have I have no problem saying that. I like the Gatorade ones, the Gatorade zeros over the Powerade zeros for sure. Yeah, Powerade is a... Uh, I don't know. I I mean, it's good if that's the only thing available to you. Yeah. But you know, get, given the choice, um, yeah, I'll go. I'll go the the other route nine times out of ten. So. I have tried those uh, the Dr Pepper zeros, and they, like you said, they are pretty close, and they are they are really good. Listen, I'm going to give you a game changer here. You really need to try. The cream soda, Dr. Pepper, zero sugars. They always, I've only seen them in cans, and they're in 12 packs at uh, Meyer. Um, I believe I may have seen them at Walmart once or twice, but they are a little bit harder to find because 
they're so goddamn good. <laughs> you know, they're phenomenal. Um, you really should. I mean, I'm sure I'll have some here for, for WrestleMania, but something to think about, man. Right on. I will keep that stored away for a rainy day. Hey, let's talk about WrestleMania uh, real quick. All right. Stone Cold Steve Austin is indeed going to fight Kevin Owens at WrestleMania so on night one. They're having a match. Well, what they're doing is the Kevin Owens show. Ah. And Austin put out this video, which was very well done, very well done, and said that he is going to WrestleMania to open up one last can of whoop ass, and it's got Kevin Owens' name on it. Yeah. So I, I'm still, I don't know why, but I'm still, I, I guess. I'm just still surprised that it's Kevin Owens. I guess I just figured, I know he's got a name for himself. I've known he's made his mark with WWE. But for some reason, I just figured it would be somebody else. Maybe even somebody uh, maybe that hasn't been on the roster in quite a while, probably. But for some reason, I don't know why. I just can't. I can't get my head wrapped around it. I understand he uses Stone Cold's finisher, but I don't know. For me, I just, I figured it would be somebody more, I shouldn't say high marquee because Kevin Owens is, he's done a lot, you know, so, sure. but I don't know. That's just my opinion. I just figured it'd be somebody else. If he were able to say like a Brock or an Edge or AJ, and I know their styles don't really, you know, match, but as far as, you know, all around, you know, best type of workers, you know, I, I don't know. That's just my opinion, but. I, and I totally understand what you're saying. And, and I respect that point of view. I totally get it. And if we were talking about Steve Austin 19 years ago, I could totally see where he would match up with an edge, with an AJ Styles, with a Finn Balor. Um, Steve Austin in 2022, like you're not going to get the technical side of of the game. You're getting punches, you're getting kicks, you're getting Luthes presses and things of this nature. You're uh, not you're uh, not getting a finesse match. But he's um, in shape. He has been in the the last I think decades, from what I can tell. Right. You know, I just yeah. I mean. Uh, I figured if he came back because he's always been that he's always preached that been that big money guy, like, Hey, I'm going to fight somebody, you know, let's make some money on this thing. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, he, the same thing with Brock, when he had that issue with Brock quite a few years back, you know, I figured this was going to be more of a money, you know, he was going to come back. It would be a big money deal, you know? I I would imagine he's going to be making big money for that one match or that one appearance, whatever it winds up being. Um, I feel like he, you know, now, you know, now that I've sat here and thought about it for a considerable amount of time, like I, I really, I have high expectations as to what this segment will turn into. And I feel like Kevin Owens and his, ability to adapt to just about any style um, I think he's going to mesh well and in a lot of cases and I know this is going to sound bad but I, I know I've, I've mentioned this before um, he has the capability and the experience to be able to help protect Austin which not, is I wasn't necessarily taking anything away from Owens I think he is a great talent. I just didn't see that matchup. That's that's all I was basically saying. I believe I, I 100% believe what you're saying is is true about that. You know, in their styles. So another match that has been signed for WrestleMania, and in a lot of cases, this is like a dream match scenario, and it will take place. Um, AJ Styles is going to go one on one with Edge. And very much. That 
should be the match that steals the night, if not the entire event, right? Yeah, I, I believe so. So, yeah, you know, I, I mean, he, AJ coming for, you know, when he started with WWE so many years ago, it's just like nobody. And then him going on to other companies and then coming back and then, you know, Cena. And then uh, Orton, right? He, he had a big segment with Orton uh, and, and Edge. And, you know what I mean? It's just he's, he's, he's worked the who's who of the, of the company. And, and that's just a testament to how good AJ Styles is. Right. So I'm looking up here. Um... Could be a barn burner. Yeah. For sure. Um, they it, it looks like T they have started assigning matches to to their individual nights. Oh, okay. Um, on Saturday night, April second. Uh, what they have listed here, and this is courtesy of four one one mania.com. Uh the 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 WWE SmackDown Women's Title Match: Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey. That will probably be the main event of Night One. Um, the Raw w- Women's Title: Be- uh, Becky Lynch against Bianca Belair. Dominic and Rey Mysterio versus Logan Paul and The Miz. Uh, great. Drew McIntyre versus Happy Corbin. Uh, what they have for night two is the title for title match with Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar, the women's tag team title match with Queen Zelina and Carmella against Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. Johnny Knoxville versus <laughs> Sami Zayn. I can't believe that that's a thing. Uh, Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory, and then the one match that has not been assigned yet as as of this posting, uh, Edge and AJ Styles. So, and they haven't added Austin and Owens yet either. But I thought you had said he was going to be on night one. Night one is where I saw it somewhere else. Yeah. And the Hall of Fame is that Friday evening after SmackDown. Yes, and that's another thing that kind of grinds my gears a little bit. I don't mind telling you. So we were hoping that The Undertaker was going to be the only inductee. That apparently is not going to be the case because uh, they announced by a bleacher report, Vader is going into the WWE Hall of Fame. Look, I've said it before, the guy should have been in a long time ago. When he was, yes. Well, that would have been, you know, ideal, (laughs) but it's it didn't work out that way. And you know, even you know, a handful of years after his passing, it took this long to put him in. I don't know why, but it is what it is. Um, like I'm glad he's getting his time. I'm glad he's getting his induction. He, you know, he's more than than earned it. Uh, regardless of what you think of him, his contributions to the business at a time when business was down, like people knew who the fuck Big Van Vader was. Um, I wished his WWE run had been a little bit more substantial. I feel like it would have been real easy to to make him the world champion. Um, it's, I mean, especially after everything that he was able to do when he was in WCW and carried that company on his shoulders for a long time. Um, so I, you know, at this, okay, great. Vader's going in. I was hoping for just The Undertaker to have his one night because I think he's the one guy that, that earned that recognition. That kind of you know, accolade. You know, I mean, like I said a couple of weeks ago, only one other guy has had that distinction, and that was Andre the Giant. Yeah. So when you when you compare, not compare, but when you put the Undertaker on the same pedestal as Andre the Giant, that's saying something. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the man's been around for thirty plus years. I mean, 
Right. It's in and of itself is is deserving. I mean, the guy who single handedly was able to change his character while staying the same character, elevate it, elevate up and comers, made made Jeff Hardy during his he gave him one great match, you know, and put him over big time. He's he's just he is the godfather of 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 that locker room and of the WWE. Yeah. So now that they've revealed the fact that this is going to be a multi-member class, any other names that stick out to you as people who should be going into the Hall of Fame that have not been in there yet? It's another posthumously, but I can think of two of them, which would be, which they're never going to do, would be Owen Hart. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, Owen hang on Hart. to her. <laughs> yeah. Owen Hart in China. China as a solo induction? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You know, because the argument is now, well, she's in the Hall of Fame. She went in as a member of, of Degeneration X. Yeah, but, yeah, but still... First woman intercontinental champion. Hey, I, I I'm not I'm not arguing. I hey, I, I totally hey, get it. For for the women that are there now, she it, she more than made her mark in the business, uh, especially in in an era where people were clamoring to make their presence felt. She came in and just dominated. Because we, we had never seen anything like that before, Mm-mm. you know, um, it was pretty incredible, really, to, to watch her rise and, and and all that. And I, and I understand, like I totally, I can justify her going in, at, you know, individually because of her individual accolades and the contributions. Um, I can also see where there's hesitation because, you know, the, the, the argument is you get a younger fan that may not know who China is or was, um, and you go to Google her. <laughs> Unfortunately, one, one of, if not the first thing that pops up is not anything related to wrestling. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, you look back at some of those DX, um, segments where Sean and Triple H are barely in bath towels. Um, Lita and Edge with their sex scene on Raw. Like, come on, really? Are we, uh, we're splitting hairs here. No, really pun intended, but just, I don't know. Probably not, probably not the wisest of decisions on her behalf, but we could do that doesn't have nothing to do with the wrestling ring <laughs> but that's just me right no i hate i get it uh owen hart that you're right that will never happen no that will never happen because of his wife unfortunately now i feel like uh you know she's allowed all elite wrestling to incorporate owens name and likeness and for merchandise and they're doing a tournament you know like a memorial tournament and all this other stuff for them and that's great and all but i i have controversial feelings about it you know like i I could sit here and go on on the fucking 10 minute rant right now with minimal effort about that whole situation yeah Uh, I I can under fuck it. I can understand where she's coming from in some aspects. Like I realize that she holds Vince McMahon and WWE responsible for her for her husband's death. And no doubt they should have been. I I can understand. I can also understand that when you've got every other member of that family that have been able to come up with some sort of, I don't want to say reconciliation or what have you, but I mean, Bret Hart is in the good graces of WWE. That's Owen's brother. Okay. 
Like nobody in the world knew Owen Hart any better than Brett the Hitman Hart. I've got to believe. Okay. Owen Hart was a staple for a long time in WWE. Even at a time when he he had the opportunity to leave the company to follow his brother to Atlanta and work for WCW. Owen stayed. And for what whatever the motivation was, whether he got a, a, a bump in pay, whether he was going to get a premier spot on the card, regardless, he could have just as easily followed Davy Boy Smith and Jim Neidhart with Brett down to WCW. And he did. That spoke volumes of the loyalty that Owen Hart had to that brand, to the promoter. Now, what happened at Over the Edge in Kansas City, um, it, it happened. It sucks. It was horrible. It's a tragedy. It there's a lot of fingers to blame here as to who is really ultimately responsible for Owen becoming detached from that that rigging and he plummeted to the ring some what 50 60 feet down. I think it was like 80 something. Um I I get that. But in an effort to honor Owen's legacy, his memory, his contributions. Like you, if you really wanted to capitalize on that, you would look no further than the organization that made Owen Hart a worldwide star. And you got to best believe that McMahon would have done the right thing and and, and given a significant amount of the proceeds from Owen Hart-inspired merchandise sales to the foundation and his name, to the family, whatever needed to be done. But I feel like this this agreement that Martha Hart has uh, worked out with All Elite Wrestling like, I understand to a degree, and it's great that Owen's name is being put back out there. I think it's being done under, I think it's being done for the wrong reasons. I think a lot of this is driven by spite. It's it's a fuck you to Vince McMahon. No, absolutely. And, like, I have a huge fucking problem with that. If, you know, and, and, and you know, AEW fans and Owen fans and all of that, like, like they will argue with that, they will disagree with that, and that's perfectly fine. I'm not telling you what I'm saying is is the gospel. I'm telling you my opinion. I'm telling you how I see it, and I don't give a, I don't give two flying fucks if you agree with it or not. That's just how I see it. You know, I. That's just. Yeah. That's just my feelings on it. Like I said, it it was a tragedy, but. To go and, and do this, you're right. It's been what 24 years now. Is that correct? 23, 22, 23 years. May of 99. Is that yeah. right? So, and you know he. It's. I don't. I like you said. They, they he made him a star, paid for houses, paid, you know paid a lot of things while he was employed there to help him to get where that where they were and and to just to just go and do that like you said that's man 20 23 years later and then you're still gonna you're still gonna have spite like that in order to do so like you said if brett if brett you know could have that reconciliation I'll use another name, Draz, who was paralyzed in the ring. Right. You know, still did things for charity for the WWE. Um, 
harbored no ill will against D'Lo, you know, accepted the fact that things do happen in the ring. It wasn't done maliciously. Accidents do happen. Now, I'm not brushing the whole Owen thing off. And, yeah, there are, like you say, people should be held responsible for that. But after time goes on, there should be a mutual um, coming together and acceptance of, hey, you know, you know, unfortunately, this has happened, but there's no reason why they can't. He cannot be honored for his contributions while he was here. So I don't. It's a bum deal, man. It, it really, is. It's, it is. it's unfortunate because a lot of his colleagues in the back were like family, just like how it, it is in the wrestling world. You know, um, friends become brothers and they become family. And, and, and I'm sure it hurts a lot of them to see him not be put in there as well because they know he deserves it, you know. So anyhow. You know, there's a, you know, I know we went off on a, <laughs> on the sidebar there. We, we we were talking about who we thought would, you know, should be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. You know, that's how we got on this sidebar. You, you know, you mentioned well, Owen. Controversy of why they're not in there. You know, there's, you know, with China, there's controversy. With Owen, there's controversy. You know, it's, it's how a lot of those guys that don't get inducted probably are. You know, it's. I mean, even Macho Man trying to get in his brother trying to railroad stuff. You know what I mean? It's just. Yeah. Well, I have a few names that I would love to see inducted into the Hall of Fame. And I realize that, you know, one of or two of them actually at this point doesn't look like it's ever going to happen just because of the demands of what the the inductees would want. But but demolition, Axe and Smash. Uh, I feel like really deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, another one, <laughs> pardon me, Rick Martel. Oh yeah, the model Rick Martel was, you know, one of one of the great, one of the great um, in ring workers. Like he is underappreciated. I feel like. Yeah. Rick Martel quietly had a tremendous career for a long time. Like a lot of people don't realize he co-held the WWF tag team championship in the early eighties before he came back here and became the model or even before that, before he became part of strike force. <laughs> I love that team. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the Brooklyn brawler. Why is the Brooklyn Brawler not into the WWE Hall of Fame? Where that he wasn't, I thought he wasn't. I don't believe so. Wow. And here's and here's here's another one for you. Haku. Yeah. Yeah. King Haku. <laughs> Ming. Why is he not in the Hall of Fame? You know what I mean? Yeah. That's Giant that's Gonzalez. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Oh man, that was great. Mantar. Where you know, we can put the buffalo head in the actual hall of fame. Not to be confused with long gone Juan Gonzalez. <laughs> or uh, go gone Gonzalez, you, as I like to say. The look on your face when I say giant Gonzalez was absolutely priceless. And well, I, I just saw that bodysuit of, <laughs> of horror when the dude <laughs> Probably already in peak physical shape with this size, like you know, and then they put that what I would like to call a truck decal over him for a body. <laughs> oh man, what a missed opportunity that was! I mean, who looked at that that costume and said, "Well, obviously it was Vince." God damn! Uh, yeah, and he, <laughs> that's exactly what we need. Are not wrestling fans just Google Giant Gonzalez? And you will understand why. <laughs> I mean, this was the gimmick of bad gimmicks. Terrible, man. Terrible. <laughs> and I like when he was in WCW as Ellie Conte. Uh, <laughs> like, like, 
the shit he wore there. But I mean, what do you what do you dress a guy in that was damn near eight feet tall? Right. You know, seven right. foot seven inches, four hundred thirty something pounds. What do you put a guy like that in? Like Liberty clothes? I don't know. You know, it's well, it's you know, not. It's certainly not a Neanderthal bodysuit. That's for sure. No. <laughs> that's right you know you mentioned the brooklyn brawler i thought of another uh, bad news brown another good sure. he- you know another good heel um oh i had another one before we got off on the giant gonzalez sidebar there I, um oh the repo man You know, when you sit there and you, you seriously, you look at the people that have been inducted, even in the celebrity wing, and then you look at actual wrestler workers, wrestlers that are not put in there. It's pretty disgusting, you know, to even, you know, I, I understand Pete Rose, Trump. I understand why they're in as celebrities, but to to put something like those guys in and not actually take the blood and sweat of the guys that were actually in there years on end and they're not in there. That's, that's well, I'm no gonna go another route with it. As far as the celebrity wings and, and things like that. Where's Cindy Lauper? <laughs> like she was a huge part of the rock and wrestling thing. She was a huge part of WrestleMania one. Where yeah. the fuck is Cindy Lauper? Is like is Tyson in it? What? What is Tyson in it? Yeah, I think he is. Oh, he is. I believe so. I oh. may be wrong on that, but I feel like I've seen him with a plaque, with a ring, as it were. I don't know. <laughs> but what I do know is this: there's no Cindy Lauper. There's no Bob Uecker. Yeah. Um, oh, who was the other one? There was another one that just popped in my mind. It was there for a few WrestleManias. Oh, the, the was it Morton Downey Jr.? Morton Downey Jr., yeah. To, he, but he was only in that one segment at WrestleMania Five with Piper and Brother oh, I, Love. I thought they brought him back a second time for another one. but No, you're mistaken, but okay. that's okay. That's great. Thanks for pointing. I appreciate it. Feels <laughs> real good. <laughs> oh shit! Anything else on your mind? I don't really have too much tea. No, we're we're approaching the the fifty plus minute mark. I'm like, damn. Oh wow! I, I am super happy that baseball's coming back. That's. I- I'm super happy that you're super happy. And listen, you can really tell a difference here. And in fact, I I don't know if I should be talking about this on the air, but I'm I'm just going to go ahead and do it anyway because I feel like this needs public acknowledgement. Now, I'm speaking on behalf of somebody very near and dear to me. And I had actually <laughs> Don't be pissed at me. But I had shown her part of last week's, or the last episode's recording on Skype. And, like, we were talking about something, and it correlated with something that we had talked about on the show. And I'm like, I think you should you should listen to this. And as we were watching the, the video, like, I pulled up an older picture of you. And put it side by side I with the it, video. Was it that? Huh? Was it Ariana? No. Okay. Nope. Um. So I got this message while we were recording. Okay. <sighs> Please let Jim know he's very inspiring, and I can see the happy all over him compared to a couple of months ago. So that, I just want you to know that was very nice mystery person that you are indeed inspiring people and the look of happiness. I mean, granted, you know, she was able to watch the Skype video that nobody else really has 
accessibility to, right? Um, but anybody that sees you in person, anybody you know along that or along that realm, if they haven't seen you in a while, and the next time they do see you, they're going to see a significant difference, not just physically, but you've got this aura around you, man. And, and I realize that right here and now with the, with your leg situation and, and being, you know, you've hit, you've hit a, a stumbling block as it were. Dude, it's, you know, real quick, I try to continue to keep being positive, dude, but this last time, I'm not even going to lie, that took a lot out of me. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Like, is this... You know what I mean? I had I had two good weeks, man, where where everything was going smooth, and um, the fact that I haven't fallen off track is surprising to even me, especially when I want to, and I haven't. But I I appreciate that feedback because um, I am trying, and I, I I've had a lot of help. Let me tell you, this girl Anita that I've been seeing, she's dude been a rock man and and that has helped turn helped turn my mental attitude around and and it's just been it's been so much better and she's been a super big help to that and uh it's it's getting me through for sure you can really tell the difference and um you know as as you know, your friend, as somebody who's known you for a long time, somebody who has seen you through good days and bad, I am very appreciative of what she brings to your life because you can tell what, and I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not even close to being a smart ass right now. No, I know. See, I know. Um, like I'm speaking from the heart. Like my heart is like all over the goddamn place right now. But I want you to know, like I'm looking looking at you straight in, into the camera instead of looking off to the side on the screen. Because I want you to focus on what I'm saying here and know that I'm being 100% real. Um, I've never wanted anything more for you than to be happy. Like the people that mean the most to me in my life, like that's. Ultimately, that's what I want for them. I want them to find that that level of happiness that just it is their everything. Like the world is what it is, but in my piece of it, I am happy because of the people that are in my life and what they bring to my life. Now, I have watched you in the last few months transform from what you were to where you are now. And I know that's a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication, a lot of, you know, pushing through a lot of obstacles and things al along the way. But I feel like at this point, you're finally getting to a point to where you're, you're discovering who and what you want to be. And it is such an amazing thing to watch from the outside in. You, you can you add in the fact that you have somebody in your life right now that is making a tremendous difference in every possible way. Emotionally, you know, mentally, everything. Like you can tell that there is a difference. There's a glow about you. You don't glow. But you do now. And I mean, you can try to disguise it. You can try to hide it. You can try to do anything to downplay that. But the there comes a time in everybody's life when they finally come in contact with that one special person. And it doesn't have to be the deepest level of a one-on-one -on -one relationship. It could just be a meaningful friendship. It could be anything. But it's something that um, you are encountering, that you are um, being a part of that is making a tremendous difference from the inside out. And I can appreciate that because I know what that feels like. I know what that feels like to 
to to connect with that person in in my situation like i have no problem saying it is of the deepest of levels here and it has made a tremendous difference like i feel it from the inside out my friends have seen it they're like hey zero in on that dude's eyes in this picture and tell me what you see like the the eyes don't bullshit right it's the windows to the soul and that's not just a cliche or a clever catchphrase that's what it is so i am so happy for you even though you're laid up right now and i mean you're going to get past that you are because that's what you do every time anything knocks you down you figure out how to fix it you pick yourself up you knock the dust off and you move the fuck forward because what you do because I think in in my mind, I've always had one or two people say that you can't do it. You know, sure. that goes all the way back to to doing wrestling. You know, I a while back, you know, about having the mental capabilities to get through the second half of the life. Well, uh, I'm getting through it. You know what I mean? So just thank you. But I appreciate I appreciate those words. I figured, I figured it would, uh, and it, it just so like when I record, I turn my phone down and I'll put it like underneath the table here. Like it's on a shelf. Um, and I usually don't pay attention to it, but for whatever reason, I had an inkling to just, just cut. Like, I don't know if it went off and I see and it, it caught part of my, I don't know. But I just hit the button real quick and I seen the message. I'm like, well, I've got to mention this now. So the timing of it kind of worked work itself out. So I figured that's that's a good way to put a bow on on this week's show is just to let you know that other people know and realize what a badass you truly fucking are. Thank you. You're quite the badass yourself. Hey, it all it all comes down to surrounding yourself with positive people. I and could not agree more it helps helps. (laughs) with that we want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight (laughs) uh it's 7 30 p.m on uh thursday evening and like i said as soon as we get off here this this is getting up, like there won't be any editing. It's just getting uploaded as is. So whatever occurred at the at the start of whenever this started recording, well, that's what the people are going to hear. We, we got to get this motherfucker Good. up, bro. It's din-din time. Well, not, I mean, that's why I like to do these things days before the actual day is supposed to drop. You think maybe I could, we could uh, correspond with your agent there and see if we can't make that happen get on a more timely schedule so you know third shifters like me that are anxiously anticipating for midnight on thursday to well, for, I, for my cup of tea time and there's no goddamn tea time well now now you've got a couple of weeks you got until march 21st we can do it any day of the week now because i don't have it. i'm not working i feel like we're going to have to record some shows and put them in the can yes yep. yeah absolutely oh real quick we go off the air uh that hall of fame for wwe is that still on fox or is that going to be on the network only i'm not sure okay i i didn't look that far into it i just know that they're planning on doing it at 10 p.m um april 1st immediately following smackdown i assume it's going to be a peacock thing um but i i haven't seen anything one way or the other Oh, and one more thing real quick. Oh, for fuck's sakes. I know. Since I've got this time on my hands, I've been watching Netflix. So any of you true crime people out there, if you want to watch watch something good, watch Worst Roommates Ever on Netflix. You will not be letting down. The first episode is um, coming in hot. So, yeah. no Worst Roommates. It's called Worst Roommates Ever on Netflix. Okay. Well, I don't have Netflix, but well, if if I did, I'd check it out. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Okay, now you can cut this shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, this will conclude this week's exciting uh, 
endeavor, as it were. If you have any any feedback, shout outs, things of this nature, find us over on Facebook on Tea Time Podcast, or you can go to pulseoftheheart.net for the email links. Uh, also, don't forget to check out the online store over at cafepress.com forward slash CTTH store, the official online store of the PFC Podcast Network. For Jim Burgett, I'm Jason Klaus. We appreciate you all. We'll see you next Thursday with a brand new episode of Tea Time. Tea Time. Online store of the PFC Podcast Network.